Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music, or at podcasttakeitorleaveit.com. Be sure to subscribe and give us a review with your thoughts about the show. Thank you, Liz the Realtor, for telling us we're seriously the best. Her review reads, I just finished the latest episode. You all are the bee's knees. You have to have conversations more. I feel like I was having coffee with my friends while they watched me scurry around my house and clean it. I was upset for a bit that you weren't helping me, but just hearing your voices and laughing made doing the things no one notices or cares about being done so much more doable. Keep doing what you're doing, ladies. I truly love you. Mm, you love you I, too. And I agree. Agreed. I'm your host, Meredith Masony. And I'm your host, Tiffany Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember, we're not professionals at anything you may actually need. So any advice we give you, you can take or leave because it might be crap. On today's episode, we are going to just shoot the poop. Hang 10. Chitty chat. Pity pat. Catch up. Mustard. (laughs) (laughs) And just spend some time together because we miss each other. And we're also in like, I would like to mention that we're in a transitional period kind of we are aren't well I feel like we are in a bit of a transitional period I don't know you know what we can talk about and what we don't but you know I, I feel like we should do some explaining because we went from having superstructure to an episode about conspiracy theories mm. and then an episode with a psychotherapist mm. and then just us talking and then us prank calling people so perhaps we should let people know Mm. Just expect the unexpected. That's I feel that's safe. But we but what you can expect is fun and laughter and friends. Be, be, friends. Friends. We're friends. We're here and we're just two friends doing a podcast with a whole bunch of other friends who listen in, like Liz yeah. the Realtor. And we're just we're here for you. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh so ready, set. Go, Tiffany. Where am I going? On today's episode, we have. Oh, I'm not going to. I already clicked out of it. I thought we were just. Okay. Well, on today's episode, we have Emily from New York opening things up for us. Be sure to call 315-834-2696 and leave us a message so you can open up the show for us. Hi, my name is Emily. I'm from New York, and I guess I'll start the recording. (laughs) Um, Hello, my name is Emily. I'm a mom of six under six. I have a set of twins, both that are special needs. So let's open the show up with a mom fail moment. We are all here because we struggle as moms. And anybody who who says they haven't is a giant lie bagger. Thank you, guys. Love your podcast. Bye. Hold on. Wow. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Do we have her phone number? I d- I d- I'm sure we do because uh, yeah. she left a message. But because I, just, I think we should call her, tell her she's a superhero, and send her something. I like was just going to say, books. what should we send her? Six kids under six, a set of twins like with special gift needs. certificate to a <laughs> to a massage uh, or a, something. Because not that I'm downplaying any other parenting. You know, all moms deserve wonderful things, but. This just hit me like I had two under two and it sent me into a depressive spiral. Mm. And so imagine having six under six and not only six under six, but uh, 
I, it cut off, but a child with special needs or a few with special needs. I think like, she said the twins maybe I, but it was like, I can't even imagine. I have another, I have a friend who has six kids. Um, like she lives far away also in New York. <laughs> what the hell's going on in New York? Um, but she also has six kids. And every time I talk to her and she tells me like her schedule for the day, I'm just like, I'm tired from listening to you. Are you really going to do all of those things? Cause I have half as many, I have 50% fewer children. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So let's like, just call her real quick. Uh, do you want to call her real quick, Dave? Oh, he needs a minute. So let's do a mo- Wait, he's looking stressed. Oh, uh, don't listen. We can do it another time. We don't have to even do it on the air. We can do it after. Seriously, I threw you for a loop. Can you get Stop it? Stop looking okay. at him. You're making him nervous. Let's it's talk okay. about something So let's else. get started and we'll just, hey, since there's no structure, it doesn't matter. Let's yeah. go, go ahead and get started. And as soon as he gets her in, we'll bring her in. So what was the story you wanted to tell me? It has nothing to do with parenting. Okay. But I'll tell you anyway. And I already told some of my supporters and I'll try to keep it short um, I told, actually, I did a whole live about it. So a lot of people probably already know, but I think that anybody who knows me knows that I'm horrific at boundaries. I'm terrible at my incessant need to people, please. And so I have said yes to every single thing in my life for a very long time, even if I didn't want it, even if I didn't need it. For example, Meredith, you're walking through the mall. There's a person at a mall kiosk. You know that when you pass them, they're going to talk to you, right? You know, they're going to ask you for something. What do you say in those situations? Uh, No, thanks. Bye. Simple for a normal human. (laughs) Me, I go into inner turmoil. I start sweating. Um, I sit and talk with them for an hour. And I buy whatever they're selling because I don't want them to feel bad. They're putting so much effort into their job talking to every person that I feel like it's my responsibility to make them feel like their life is worth it. Okay, so that's just who I am as a person. And it's good and it's bad. So I have always said yes. Well, I went to the gym to Mm. get a membership Mm. so that I could work out with a friend who knows how to use equipment and could help me out. Uh, my appointment with my friend was at 1 p.m. I got there at 1230 a little bit early so that I could have time to sign up. They asked me what I wanted to sign up for. I said the lowest plan, please, $10. And uh, the guy's like, okay, cool. And then came and sat down with me and asked me my life story and then told me his life story and then asked if I wanted a tour. And I was like, Sure. Even though I had already told someone else that I didn't want to tour. So he toured me all around. I'm this new awkward person in this gym, walking past all these bodybuilders and hot babes being paraded around like a like a weird new. I don't know. I just felt so like a new kid at school. I hated it. So then we sat down and he tried um, talking me into a higher package. And then I explained, I think I'm just going to stick with the $10 one. I don't need all the other stuff because I'm paying a nutritionist. I still have a $99 a month bill for a separate gym that I'm not going to. So I'd like to just keep this simple. And so then he spends the next 10 minutes trying to convince me to get a trainer. And he said, I'm, you know, I feel like this program was made for somebody like you and it's only $10 right now. And I knew in my heart, I didn't want a trainer. I didn't want another commitment on my plate because I'm already drowning, which we can get into later. And I also knew that I had a 
friend who knew a lot that was sitting over on a bench waiting for me because now I'm a half an hour late for our appointment because it's 1.30 and it's been one hour since I walked into the gym to sign up. So in my head, I'm like, just say it, Tiffany. You can do this. Just say it. And I said, I think I'm going to pass. Thank you, though. And I'm not kidding. This is what he did. He sat back in his chair with like a look of like, disgust and like surprise and he's like wow I mean I gotta tell you I'm shocked and I was like you're shocked about what he's like I just yeah it'll be okay yes yeah it's fine and so I started like dying inside and I'm like what what is this feeding off of his vibes like I'm like what what's the problem he's like I'm just you know, you told me about your past. You told me about how you tried so many times to get active and I, and I have a solution for you and it, and it's only $10 and you're turning it down for, for $10. I just, I can't understand why you'd say no, it's just $10. And then I got effing pissed because I'm like, here I am setting my very first boundary at 34 years old. And it sounds so stupid, but I was so proud of myself. And then he met me with that. And I was like, you're making me feel really pressured. I don't like this. And he's like, no, it's not. I'm not pressuring you. I don't get anything from this. And I'm like, well, you're acting like you do. He's like, I just don't understand why over $10 you'd say no. And I'm like, it's not about the money. I'll buy this whole damn gym right now. Like, oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I'm like, it's not about the money. I just, I know my limits and I don't want to do it. And he's like, I just, I know that you're saying it's, because then I explained, it's really hard for me to say no to things like this. I know it sounds stupid, but it's like, it took a lot for me to say that. And he's like, well, how do you think I feel? I'm the one getting rejected. I put myself out there and here, it's not easy for me either. And I was like, wow. And like, I think you're overthinking this. And as somebody who overthinks all the time, I'm like this, he's right. I probably am overthinking this. And then I'm like, but wait, is he gaslighting me? Because I read about gaslighting <laughs> on thoughtcatalog.com. And this, and so anyway, I just shut down. It just like, I shut down. I get like that. And then it's over. And I'm like, I'd like to cancel my membership, please. And he's like, you just signed up. I just gave you your keychain, And I'm like, I want to cancel it. And he slams his hand down on the table and grabs the water bottle and says, that girl over there will help you. And then I just started bawling my eyes out and I canceled my appointment and I walked out at an hour after I walked in. When was this? Uh, Monday. On Monday. Yeah. You should go back and give that. I mean, I, I wish I could go over there because I'd drive over there and I'd give that man the what for. Well, no, but yeah. I wanted to go back and like give him an, a gift and say, I'm sorry. For because what? I felt nope. really. You shouldn't be sorry. He was wrong. He was painting you into a corner and trying to force something that you didn't need onto your plate. You did what you should have done, which was tell him, no, I'm, this is all I need. I just need the $10 membership because you were already going in there. Were you going in there with your own trainer? Well, No. Right. So, so you're going in there to work out with a friend. Yes. And it's like, that's all you needed. You didn't need all that extra that he was laying that on you because he was upselling you. That is well, it's a, his job. And I understand that. It's but also his job to have proper customer service. What pissed me off was that he used something that I told him in confidence, 
like when he's trying to get my life story about I've tried this before, it's never worked. He used that to guilt me in as a sales tactic. Yeah. And that's what made me feel yucky inside. And I couldn't put my finger on it, but like I didn't feel good in my gut anymore. I didn't like the whole vibe. And so I, but then I felt so stupid because I was ruminating on it for the rest of the day. (laughs) I told my trainer, I was like, on the way to the gym that day, I was listening to this song. It's called, I'm a mother effing beast. And it's about working out. And on the way there, I was like, and then on the way home, I was listening to, you only need the light when it's burning. And I was like crying. Hey, I'm going to share my, my bike riding playlist with you. Oh, Lord. No, it's so intense. What is it? I like to ride my tricycle down the road. No, it's like Rage Against the Machine and all sorts of like heavy. Eminem. Yeah. It's it's intense. It's intense. But anyway, no, he was wrong. You, you set boundaries. You said what you needed to say. And he disregarded that. And he was gaslighting you. Okay. So. I am not going to go go down the route of my thoughts on customer service today Oof. because we don't have enough time no. to get through it. Mm-mm. And Have you ever worked in customer service, Dave? Yes. Okay. Uh, go ahead. Okay. Wait a minute. We've, already, we've already talked about how- Employee of the month twice at Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Oh my god! Also made it into the Florida so Weekly Newsletter as a waiter. Thank you. Wow. I'm sorry. Okay. First of all, I don't know how that ever happened because your customer service stinks, Dave. No, here's what it comes down to. I don't get why when you're paying someone for something, they act like you're doing them a favor. No one's doing anyone a favor when you're paying for a service. If you're getting it for free, then they're doing you a favor. But if you're exchanging money for a service or goods... There are no favors. Hold on. You're cutting out. I can't hear you. I, I just keep saying that. If you're exchanging money for what? For services or goods, it's not a favor. But they, you know, a lot of people today, when you, when you go to them for, for, for them to do a job for you, they act like you're doing them a favor. They're doing you a like favor. Like they're doing you a favor. Okay, you know? and it's but like, oh, I'm paying I you. could also say the exact opposite quote unquote, customers always right. Customers can act really entitled because they're paying. They think that they're owed something, which maybe they are. But I was, I was like, I said it three times. I'm like, I just want to clarify. I am not a Karen. I am not trying to cause a scene. I'm just emotional right now. And I felt like a psycho. Yeah, but that's because he was forcing you to make a choice that you didn't want to make. And you had already made it abundantly clear that you weren't interested and and part of that comes from that so many companies are so worried about liability for this, that, or the other that their employees are given very specific scripts. And if you say something off script, they don't know how to respond. And and then it just turns into, well, I just I know I'm allowed to sell, so I'm going to upsell this. Right. Uh oh, I don't know how to respond to that. Hey, I'm going to upsell this. You should upsell. You know. And they it, it just turns into. You've taken their ability to have a conversation and turn them into a robot. And, yeah. And that doesn't play well. And I get told all the time that I'm not allowed to talk to people when we go out into public because really? I don't play well with that. It's like, just talk to me. I'm a person. 
if you don't know something or don't understand something, just say so. Don't make something up and then try to make me fit into your little Right. The, the issue that you have, Dave, is your tone when you're speaking to people. I will give them a tone. Mm. If, 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 Can I have an example here? Of I'm trying to envision this scenario, and I've never heard of it as the other way around. I've always heard customers acting like entitled jerks. So we've done some work around the house here, and we're currently waiting. I'm not going to call anyone out, but we're currently waiting. Okay. Someone came and did half of a job. Mm. I have called them five times. We are four weeks past them coming to do half of a job. Ooh, okay. They I see did not going. reply to me or my text. I finally get a call. It's like, oh, we'll be in touch. We'll be there next week. This was last week. They're supposed to be here today. Guess who hasn't called me? And it's like, look, I've, I've contracted with you. You know, and when they were here doing half the job, they asked for the full amount of money. I was like, nope, you'll get half because you've done half. You know, and it's That's like... That's so great. I wish I could be like that. You know, and it's like, I, I will pay you for what I want you to do, but, and I don't need you to drop every other customer to just take care of me. What, what I would expect is some decency that when I call you, you reply back, you know, and, and they haven't. And out of four different people that we had do work for us, only one of them was actively calling us to, to check in and see, make sure everything's all right, getting scheduled, doing stuff that way. Everyone else, it was like, We'll show up when we show up and you better have our money. Wow. I feel like that's common with house repair stuff. Like I hear so many stories of people um, waiting on their contractors or people to do the drywall and stuff and them just yeah. not being good communicators. That's it. You just hit it right there. I was just going to say it's not about not having something to do it four weeks ago. That That's irrelevant. I get, you know, people can't get materials. They can't do this. But just tell me. You know, we, we ordered something from a big box store, no emails, no notifications. And, you know, over eight weeks later, they're like, oh, it'll be there. It was Ikea. I don't have any problem saying that. Well, no, we... Lowe's. The Lowe's. Oh, order. that too. You know, too. And, and I will say the, the customer service lady at Lowe's that I talked to at the local store was amazing. And the only thing she did over six weeks, she called me three times. She said, I don't have anything new to tell you. I'll let you know when I do. That was it. it. Took her thirty seconds. She called me again two weeks later. I don't have anything new to tell you. Thirty seconds again, and then she finally calls like, "Hey, we got some good news. There's stuff coming." And that was it. That's awesome. You know, and it's like, th thank you. That's all I needed. I didn't need you to go drive and pick up the stuff and bring it to my house. I just needed to know where we are. Right. Yeah. And then we ordered a set of drawers from IKEA for the for the closet. I don't know when. Two months ago. And, um, obviously with COVID, all the shipping has like, just, it's not happening. Shipping is not happening in general. And so we kept calling, we called Ikea three or four times and they're like, it shows that it's, it shows that it's coming. And it, we said, yeah, but it was, it was supposed to be here three weeks ago. And they said, well, it shows that it's shipped. And it's like, okay, well, when is it going to be here? I don't know. Give it another two or three weeks. And it's like, but it's already three weeks late. And it's like, well, give it mm -hmm. another two or three weeks. We called again. 
oh yeah, it's definitely shipping. Well, where is it? Why? We don't know that, but give it another two or three weeks. And it's like, how many times are you going to tell us to give it another two or three weeks? Three days ago, we got an email that says your order has been canceled. <laughs> you, will not, you will not receive shipment and we have um, refunded your card. Uh, so it's just like, thanks so much. Appreciate wow. you. So, you know, it's, you know, it's tough. A woman went into McDonald's the other day, ordered a ham, ordered her hamburger. She got her, her order, went to sit down with it, came back, said to the cashier, I ordered this with ketchup. There's no ketchup. He said, well, I'm sorry. She decked him in the face. Yeah. Punched him in the grill over some no ketchup having <laughs> McDonald's hamburger. She was hangry. I That's think, what I'm saying. But I think what it I think what it boils down to, and I don't know if it's just the point that we're in in this pandemic or how people are interacting with each other. Because I have seen people go into stores that refuse to put on masks and just have meltdowns and have fist fights. And then this woman with her McDonald's no ketchup having hamburger and like just shouts at the drive. I was parked behind somebody in the drive through. I don't remember when. And a couple weeks ago or whatever, and he was screaming into the drive through window about his order, just screaming like a complete a-hole. And I pulled up to the, to, uh, pu- pulled up to the window and I was like, I'm really sorry that y'all got screamed at. I don't know what he was mad about, but there's absolutely nothing that you could have done that would have been worthy of a scream like that because we're exchanging coffee. You're giving yeah. us coffee. Like nothing is that important when it comes to coffee that somebody needs to get screamed at. And she's just like, I, I, I was trying to get his order done, but he ordered so many drinks and it just took so long. And now everybody behind us. And I was like, look at me. It's cool. It's coffee. And that guy was mad about something else. And he took it out on you. It's coffee. Yeah. It, 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 it all, uh, it, it, Tiffany said it, it all comes down to communication, whether it's customer service or the kids. You know, mm-hmm. the, so the thing that I get here all the time is that Meredith says that I, I expect everything and everyone to be perfect. I don't. And people are going to mess up. People are going to make mistakes. Just be upfront and honest about it. Own it and communicate. That's it. If, if you can do that, that's fine. Right. But you can't lump our family into that because we have th- three kids and whether we were stressed out in a pandemic or not, obviously things are worse now, but kids don't listen. Like we can, we can sit and debate this here on this podcast well, no, all we I'm want. I'm comparing them because customer service people sometimes, some, I'm not going to say all of them, sometimes don't listen. Oh no, that's true. You know, I'm just they, saying they, we can't, our kids, anyway. our kids and everybody else's kids on the planet, whether the parents admit to it or not, or cop to it or not, kids don't listen. They will stare you dead in the eyes while you're telling them to not do something, do that action while keeping eye contact and then be like, bitch, please. I didn't do it. I didn't do that. I didn't touch it. And it's like, you feel Tiffany, liar. guess which of our three kids does that? <laughs> um, they, this could go either way, but I'm going to go with Brian. Sophia. Sophia. It's, but it's all of them yeah, is what I I'm know. saying. And it's everybody's kids, but people don't want to, Dave has gotten so annoyed lately with how our, with, I think it's just because we've all been together for, okay, so let's go into the next part. Cause hey, I had a story I've, I've too. I've got Emily. Oh, you okay. Wanna, we want to try Emily? We can <laughs> yes. try. Let's okay, try so Emily. I'm, I'm doing this on a different. Oh, someone just said, pick your battles. I say oh. that to Dave all oh. the time. And you, got know, him. and you know what Dave says back to me? I wish you'd pick one battle, just pick one. At least one. 
just one. And I'm like, Dave, I picked plenty of battles. I live with you. Excuse me? I don't me? get it. <laughs> I battle him daily. Yeah. So you, so instead of picking all of them, you mean, is that what he means? He picks all the battles with me and none with the kids. He's basically says that I'm just a pushover with the kids. Oh, I'm the same way. It was funny yesterday we were leaving the beach and I said something to her and she didn't understand what I said. And she snapped at me and the lady in front of me turned and looked at me and was like, Ooh, (laughs) (laughs) it's hard to hear with these masks. So he has a mask on. I have a mask on. He's standing behind. We're trying to stay away from people, right? Because we were leaving the beach. Because uh, we've been spending a lot of time at the beach. Why? Because you can be outside and you don't have to be next to people, but the kids aren't cooped up in the house. So we were trying to wait for our turn at the hose to hose our feet off. And he's standing behind and I can't see his mouth, right? Cause he's got a mask on and I have a mask on and I'm trying to tell him what I'm going to do. And he keeps talking and moving his head. And I'm like, I can't hear a damn thing you're saying. I was like, so can you just stop? Because this woman is in between us. And so I started going like this and I wasn't angry. I was just trying to get his attention to let him know, like, I can't hear you. You know, I gave him this look of like, you know, I can't hear you. And so he got, so we get in the car and he's like, you don't get to reprimand me in public in front of other people. And I was like, I wasn't reprimanding you. I couldn't hear you. So I was trying to get your attention with your eyeballs because these masks, you can't. The, la- the lady came out to me and was like, there's people you can call. She did and not. Like, <gasps> she did not. Stop it. Like, wink, wink once if you need help. Stop. Yeah. All Whatever. right. Let's try Emily. Okay. That's not at all how it went down. I can't, these, it's hard with these masks when you're out in public. Can you hear? Maybe I'm going deaf. I go out by myself as much as possible because I don't want, like I only go out if it's necessary. And then if I do, it's by myself. Mm. Hello? Emily. (gasps) Are you flipping kidding me? Hi, it's Tiffany. Tiffany. I am... I flipping love you people. You have no idea. I'm in Target right now and I'm like yelling. Well, I'm so glad you're at Target. Can you pick me up a few things? Um, sure. But hold on. I ripped my mask off and I'm worried they're going to throw me out and kick me out. Cause I'm like, I took my mask off. Cause I was so freaking excited that you called me. Well, hello. We oh wanted, my- we wanted to tell you that you introed the show for us today. I did. You did. And we wanted to we wanted to hear a little bit more about the fact that you have six children under six and how you're still standing. And I'm not standing, but yeah. Um, okay, so me and my husband, we kind of left it up to fate. And we wanted a big family, and it just kept happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we, um, we had a set of twins, and we didn't know right away that they were going to be disabled. And so we had two back to back right after them. And sorry, I can't breathe my mask on. Hold on. Cause you guys got me so excited. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, my kids are roughly between like 16 months apart or 20 months apart is like the longest stretch between. And, um, so I had the twins and then we had Posey and Lindy within 16 months of each other. And then we found out that Griffin and Sawyer, uh, one is on the spectrum and one has Angelman syndrome, which is severe mental, physical disability, which he's nonverbal. He can't walk very well. Um, He needs 
He's had seizures. There's, we actually just left the doctor's appointment with him. That's how we went to Target and just to waste time in between his nether doctor's appointment we're going to. But, um, yeah, that's kind of the story. But, yeah, I don't sleep much. <laughs> I'm exhausted. But, um, yeah, and um, I just wanted to thank you, Meredith, for sharing your story of children with disabilities. People don't talk about it. People don't know how hard it is. And all the doctor's appointments and all the therapists, and everything that parents have to do and what it takes to do it. You know, it's, it's exhausting, but we have to do it. And it's just nice that you share your story, that other people out there can understand and have compassion for people that go through what we go through. So I'm just grateful that you share your story because it wow. means a lot to people like us, you know? Well, I can tell you that, um, Sorry, you got me all, gave me the chills. I started to cry a little bit. Um, me too. I just, I always, I never, I never want sympathy. I just want some compassion or a little bit of empathy and it's hard sometimes. And so I get a little ragey when I start to talk about the things that we go through, but I want mm-hmm. you to know that, um, we, we want to do something for you. We're not, we exact, need your Venmo we need and your address. We need, we need your info. You can send it to my husband. Don't go pl- oh playing it out on the podcast, but we heard your intro and we were both literally looked at each other over the zoom and we're compelled to be like, we need to send her some stuff. We need to figure out a way to get her like oh. a day off. This is just, it's a lot. We knew there was something else in this story. <laughs> You know, actually, just we have a, a YouTube channel called It's Our Wonderful Life, and we document all of Griffin's story mm-hmm. from birth on. So if you could share that, people could come watch our channel, and yeah. they can learn more about his disability, because it's so rare. Yeah. Only one in 15,000 births um, have his um, uh, disability. So yeah. it's to spread awareness so he, they can get funding so they can find a cure because it affects the 615 chromosome and it's something that can possibly in the future be cured. So well, the more funding will, it gets, it's possible. We so, will absolutely share that. And yeah. we want, and we want to just tell you, thank you for supporting us and our podcast and the things that we do. And we are, we are here for you and for your family oh. And, uh, so we'll have you d- email, email support at that's inappropriate.com. And my husband okay. will get you, um, we're going to just, we're going to send some stuff out to you and, uh, and just oh. know, oh, that's right. We got, do we tell right now or do we wait? I don't know, Tiffany, what do you think? I, I don't know what we're talking about. I think about. she's in target and having trouble breathing. So we could just tell. It's okay. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm saying that we're going to send her some stuff, but we're going to wait because there's a new announcement coming out in the next week, maybe two. And I think that she's going to be the first ones to get this. Oh, just, yeah, say it. So we have now, we are now getting ready to launch Take It or Leave It merch. And we are going to send you the first um, batch of Take It or Leave It um, items. You'll have your pick of a hoodie or whatever you want over there. And then we're also, Tiffany and I individually will be sending you some stuff. And we just, I don't know, there was something when you introed the show, we both looked at each other and we're like, we need to call this lady and say hi. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys made my, it's been really hard since COVID. You know, yeah. we've been trapped in the house with six kids and I work from home I, and 
my husband's a mailman and he's worked all the time yeah and it's just we don't get a lot of good news you know and you guys just you made you made it and I'm just so I'm beyond grateful oh, you know don't don't you guys think- really done a lot for my for me as a human being as a mom to hear your stories and go okay i'm not crazy i'm normal you are these women well you are might be crazy but thing. you're not the only one <laughs> <laughs> that's for I sure just, i'm just so grateful for you guys and i love i listen to everything i watch every video because i just you're so relatable and you've done something special and you guys should really give yourself an attaboy because there's so many women that appreciate everything that you're doing and me right with you. I'm just so grateful for you guys. Well, we, appre- oh, we appreciate we you. you and we are here for you. So email Dave and we're going to, um, you know, chat and talk back and forth. And, uh, you know, just, we wanted to say thank you. And we wanted to tell you, especially now I know that th- it's hard, but the pandemic and COVID have amplified everything. And I think that that's why, um, I've probably been more vocal in the past five months than I have in the past five years about what we're dealing with because it magnifies the problems. So I having six kids in that house, like I, I have 50% less. That's what Tiffany and I were saying before we called you, we have 50% less kids and just imagining that. So we just want to send you some stuff and tell you, thank you for being such Tiffany's, a great support. Tiffany's hiding in the woods there, but she looks like she has something to say. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. I just, I can't, I feel like I'm in a dream. I can't believe this happened. I feel like I'm going to wake up and be like, no, this is, I was dreaming all of this. No, <laughs> you, you have a good, good rest of your day. You deserve it. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much. And I will, I can't wait to hear the podcast. <laughs> thank you guys. All right. And you said right. it's a wonderful life, right? It's our wonderful oh. life is our YouTube it's- channel. Yes. It's our wonderful life. Okay, awesome. We'll share that. Thank you so much for everything. You're a superhero. Thank you, guys. You made my my everything. Thank you. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. YouTube. Got it. I wrote it down so we have it for sure. Share it with that. Okay. Love that. Yeah. Wasn't she just the nicest? Yeah. Absolutely. I'm glad we did that. Yeah, she was just a genuinely good call on the call, Tiffany. Good call. Oh, thank you. You're yes, I'm glad that um it just it made sense. As soon as I heard it, I'm like, we gotta do something. Yeah. Agreed. Perfect. And uh so we'll send her some merch. Also, I just I wanna check out her channel and support it mm-hmm. and subscribe. Um, somebody said she should get a free year in HME. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Um, done. but I'm going, hopefully she leaves like her Venmo and stuff. Maybe we can do like a virtual tip jar or something. That's yeah. what I do on, uh, one of my private pages. We pick somebody every week and we all, uh, send them love and like cards to their address. And, you know, if we feel like paying for gas for them or whatever, we do that. So it just, um, it's such a weird time in the world and it's just nice to recognize people who deserve some extra love. Yes. And I, I agree a bajillion percent. So we'll have Dave get all that information and then we'll figure that out. What are you doing? So speaking of, uh, the COVID-19 and being trapped together, um, we haven't traveled. We haven't done any summer quote unquote vacations or anything because it's just been so difficult and you haven't wanted to go out unless you have to go out and things like that. And so we've been hunkered down pretty much. And so I, um, I had the bright idea 
of um, booking a like a like a condo for three nights and only an hour away because I don't want to travel too far. And I yeah. also feel like it's irresponsible because at first I was like, let's go up to the mountains or let's go here. And it's like, no, we should not leave the state. We should stay close. We'll just rent a condo for a couple of nights because I can go in and clean it when we get there, like let, like spray it down and like wipe it up and everything. Cause like, I'm going to be a panic about having somebody else having cleaned it. So I'm going to have to, so I've now booked three nights to drive an hour with the kids to go clean another house after I've just cleaned my house because I'm leaving for a trip. So I'm going to get there and have to clean that because it's going to be, I'll be nervous if I don't. So that so that we can move our family of five into a one bedroom for the next three days. What? Because that's, because I wanted to go there because they had the beach right behind it. Okay. Well, you better sleep on the damn beach because that's going to be hell on earth. Hey, Tiffany, ask her how far the beach is from her right now. (laughs) Meredith, how far is the beach from you right now? It's 20 minutes. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I don't know. Is this an Airbnb? No, this is a condo. Yeah. You should have done an Airbnb or like a, what's it called? Visbo? Visbo. I don't think that's a thing, but VRBO, but we could, we could invent the Visbo. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds cooler. Um, But yeah, so I just, I felt like it was a great idea in my head. And then as we've been packing to get ready to go, because we're leaving after the podcast, I've realized that it was not super smart because we're going to be stuck in a room together if we're not out at the beach or whatever. And then Dave looked at me and he was like, well, what are we supposed to do at night? And I said, well, what do you mean? And he's like, well, all the kids are going to be in the room with us. And you're going to be seeing me on the beach without a shirt on all, oh, all day. Then, yeah, oh, I don't know. Yeah. So, I don't know how you'll I, right? resist. I don't know how I'll resist. And I was like, well, um, I said, well, it's only a couple of days. And he's like, you're kidding me, right? And I was like, what did you want me to do? Like, I had I booked two two rooms or two, two uh, uh, whatever, like you would have been mad because it would I would have spent more money. So I did the cheapest option. And now you're mad because we're all stuck together. And he's like, I'm mad because you're making me pack these buttholes into a car for an hour to drive to go to a beach that we have 20 minutes down the road so we can Dude. stay in one room together. Dude, and it's going to cost money. And I was like, I don't know. I was trying. Is it too late to cancel? And yes, it's today. Because, and here's the thing, like I was doing this because I felt like a change of scenery, a change of pace might give us like a new, At what cost? I don't know. I was trying to do, I was trying to do like a, I was thinking to myself, well, it'll change our mindset. It'll give us a fresh new perspective. It. It'll whatever. And Dave's so, but Dave is already peeved that I'm making him do this. And I'm he's like, he's not going to be able to get it in. Ew. Don't say ew. I just like I did cuddling. It last night. I just like cuddling. Whatever. I you can't wait three days. We I'm just someone saying. said there is a bathroom. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying that. I'm just throwing it out there. Okay. There are people right now who are desperate for money because everybody is quarantined and you know, not traveling and stuff. So there are these people with these Airbnbs and stuff who have dropped their rates significantly low. So not that I'm encouraging people to go out and travel during this time but if you're going to i suggest instead of going to like a fancy hotel or whatever look into these airbnbs because some of them if you have kids they're like themed 
Yeah. Uh, like they have like Mickey Mouse one, you know, well, I guess it depends on where you're at, but some of them are themed and it's, it's mentally so good for a change of pace. I get that. Which and- is, which is why I was looking once again to be out on the beach because I feel like the, the we've spent so much time at the beach lately because we've, it's a place that you can be outside. You don't have to wear The kids don't have to wear a mask and there, you don't have to worry about social distancing because you're like, it's just you guys in this little spot in the sand. And so it's been really good for me to get out during the day and have that because even though I don't swim, I like to sit and look at the water and I have my little, you know, umbrella and I sit under it and I'm like a little hobbit under a bridge and I'm happy, but it changes my perspective. And he's like, so why couldn't we just go to the beach every day this weekend? Why did you, why did we have to get this one bedroom place and spend money. And I was like, cause I felt like then we could just, there was no driving. Once we were there, we were there. I felt like it was a way to kind of check out and I still feel like we can have a lot of fun and I still feel like things are going to be great. I think it will be great. But I think that it was just in my head. I had thought all of these things and I didn't, I didn't really plan it the best as That's I could. That's okay. No, you live and you fun. learn. You, I, It'll I, be fun. I, I think that your idea is is was right in, in Change of Pace. I think that you were kind of planning this like you would have planned a vacation maybe a year ago before the pandemic. And you were thinking thoughts like that, but it's not going to be like that. Right. It's and, not. And yeah. That's, that's all. But, but I, it think was it, just, I think the Change I of Pace is good. I just looked at Dave and I was like, you're so stressed out. I'm stressed out, but he's really the, it's really like, I felt like I was broken much earlier in the pandemic and I feel like I've now starting to rebuild since my nervous breakdown. You seem better, but Dave has just recently had his breakdown. And so I wanted to like, kind of help him like through it and be like, whoosh, waves, whoosh, peaceful serenity. Whoosh, Don't do like, that though. Yeah. But so That's, here's, here's the issue that. with the beach. For the beach is not relaxing for me. And I feel that. Yeah. So she's a panic around the water, and we don't share that with the kids. But same. I have to be lifeguard. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, there was a storm that came by here, right? So there have been five to seven foot waves. And guess who's been in there? This guy. Yeah. Right. You know, I well, mean, I can't swim. We, so. came, we came home yesterday, and I, I don't nap. He napped. I was out for like two hours and I, I woke up and I just laid right back down. I couldn't move, you know, cause the kids wow. will go out. They want to swim the whole hours time. And you know, and then we get home and is like, can we go to the park and go play tennis? I'm like, Oh yes. Trying to I told him, I was like, look at this participating in parenting. It's really rough. <laughs> it's a lot of work. And with the pandemic, you're forced to participate in every aspect because they don't go anyplace else. They're just with you all the time. So I just, it's, I was thinking that it was going to be this escape and really it's just a different prison. You know, it's like a different, it's a different place to be with your, with your family, which I'm not trying to make it sound like we're not enjoying our family. Obviously we are, but nobody is meant to spend this much time with their family and nobody else. And also with, you know, still no school and things like that. It's just been hard for everybody, every way you slice it. So that was my bright idea. Hey, Tiffany, were those Christmas lights recent? No. Oh, Okay, I thought they I were up in the I just felt like I needed some Christmas light. Uh, 
Christmas. I post <laughs> I posted an old Christmas video on Instagram for literally no reason other uh, than it made me happy. Well, that's good. I didn't see that yet. Were you on were you just on my Instagram and saw it? Yeah. And I, I don't even think I put like a helpful caption either. I don't remember what I put. But you, something caption. like, I need this right about now or something like that. Oh, well, that makes sense. Cause, yeah. Cause it Christmas was just, does it was a DMX better. remix to like Jingle Bells or something. And me and the kids were in the car. Oh, I saw and, that when you did it the first time. Yeah. When we, we were like in line for a light show and it just reminded me of a time back before Drew started working out. And the whole world thirsted over him and before the pandemic. The world is thirsting over your husband. Yes. The whole world. I'm not surprised. I just, you know, I mean, he's a good. Well, give it time. I'm on my way. Look, he's a good looking dude. Um, He better watch his back. Okay. Because I've been working out and eating healthy. You look great. I told you before the show even started, I was like, Tiffany, you are looking you. so healthy and so fantastic. And you had a glow. I saw your aura today. Yeah, you when said sh- that. When the show started, I was like, oh, look at your aura all aglow. And I had to change my background because it was my aura was too intense. It for was this very bright. It was very bright. But I but seriously, though, like you look you look great and you look well rested. But um but but okay now my Siri just turned on. Um they're listening to us. Uh but yeah, so Dave Dave, I think the breaking point of his pandemic was the other day I came into the house and nobody was nobody was out of their room. Like I don't know if he had punished everybody or what, <laughs> but nobody was out and so it was quiet. And I see him watching TV and I look at the TV and I go, What are you what are you watching? And he's like, I don't know. And I said, is, is this a teenage rom-com? Are you, are you watching a teenage rom-com? And he's like, I think so, but I'm too tired to move. And I said, the remote is in your hand. Like you don't have to move. You just, you just have to change a channel if you don't want to watch the teenage rom-com. It was just empty. And he's like, I'm invested. And I was like in a teenage rom-com. I'm like, I'm so confused with what's happening because Dave only watches shows and movies where there are explosions and, and uh, like people are killing each other. And it's like the born identity meets um, John Wick meets. Actually they tricked me. Who tricked you? The the movie was called the, List. You can't say that here. Yeah, no, you cannot. And the preview was a big explosion, so I was like, oh, I'm in. But then you realized it was a teenage rom-com, and you continued to watch. I love teenage movies. My husband thinks something's wrong with me. I think it's because of my drug addiction, but um, like, I think I stopped growing. Well, I just found it humorous because I've never seen him watch anything like this. And yet he just sat there like a shell of a person, like letting it, like letting, letting it like flow in. And I was Look, like, I'm weirded out right now. I'm they don't go to make room. movies like they used to. The bring it okay, on. Okay. The, the bring Gramps. it on. The bring it on movies. Okay. The only reason those you watched those is because they were young 20 something girls in leotards. Wow. They were. Oh bring it on gosh. again. What? Yo, Another group chill. of young 20 something girls. They were, Listen, they were great. Mm. This uh, this has nothing to do with anything, but I'm going to say it real quick. I've said it before. I'll say it again. The Boys season two is coming out September 4th. If I have you have not watched one. the first season, 
do it tonight. Okay. I, I just saw the preview. Yeah, I think I'm going to get into that. I oh watched, um, what did we finish? Dirty John. And then I watched the, uh, the Epstein, uh, docuseries that was gave me nightmares for days. Um, yeah. and what else did I finish? I don't know something else, but I will go move on now. Cause I have I'm, some free time yeah. at the, at the one room. <laughs> <laughs> free time. Hey, <laughs> Some free so time to I'm gonna give everyone a quick sneak peek. Oh, whoa! Speaking How can you give a sneak peek though? Because it's only gonna be the live listeners here. That's that's who gets it. Oh, well, that's, that's it. That's what they get for being here. Okay. Yeah, but we don't always. We don't want a lot of them here. So well, they're here. These guys are here. But I'm this saying is... it's like they're getting rewarded. It's not that we don't want you here. We just want you to download it because it makes us look cool if we have a lot of downloads. Yeah, you need to download this even though you were here. Like, stop being rude. Just download. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. There it is. <sighs> you don't even have to listen to it. Just download it. And then you can delete it. <laughs> he almost made me spit. <laughs> oh, man. No, I don't know. I, I know everyone's done talking about pandemic and so forth i just i and i i know how hard it has been harder for me now and i i can't imagine how hard it is for the kids because i can't even explain how how hard it is so i i, I know they definitely can't yeah so. it's a different it's gonna sound inappropriate it's a different kind of hard for everyone <laughs> for different different kinds of hards for everyone involved <laughs> you didn't make it better with that <laughs> but you're right because everybody are you doing a sneak peek or what wait yeah, everybody it's it's feels right it to to everybody feels it differently is what i was gonna say what it's right there you're looking at it she can't see it there it is why are you looking in your house? It's not in your house. It would be I don't on your know screen. what you're doing. He it's... was showing the new Take It or Leave It merch. We've I can't got see it. Hoodies. We've got tank tops. We've got racerbacks. We've got V-necks, and it has um, it has um, yours truly and my and my good very best friend uh, <laughs> Tiffany. Tiffany. That's her name. Um, <laughs> And uh, it's adorable. I think they did a great job with the cartoons. They turned us into cartoons, and it's super cool. I look so much better as a cartoon, dude. I'm jealous. I'm with you. I'm with you. I I prefer living in cartoons. I was I was really hoping that Nickelodeon would revamp um, Ren Guts, and Stimpy, so you could be on it again. No, I was going to say Ren and Stimpy. That was one of my favorite cartoons as a kid. Okay, but why were we allowed to watch that? I know it was totally inappropriate, but I loved Ren and Stimpy, and I was wishing they would they would do a reboot. But um, and of course, Guts. Like I would totally love to host Guts now. Like as a forty year old woman, I feel like that's a great job opportunity for me. And if if Nickelodeon wants to redo Guts, I'm your new host. Just saying. If for some reason you guys haven't listened to all the episodes of the podcast before, I would like it to be known that Mary was actually a contestant <laughs> on guts not only was a contestant she but she won i did i got a she piece beat of that the rock. aggro craig dude i got a piece of that rock baby that's what she said i was probably watching you from my living room just stuffing dunkaroos in my face <laughs> dunkaroos those were the best you know yeah. you, you ever think of that like where were you at one point in time and where was 
someone else. Like I, I sometimes thought like, where was I and where was Meredith 30 years ago at this time, like on this day. You, never you think that? that? Yeah. I do. No, I do it all the time. I know exactly 100%. When you're a I, deep thinker, you think of weird and shit. I've like been that. like, I've been driving in the car and I look in this, in the mirror and like, I see myself and I'm like, Hmm, I wonder who I'm going to meet in like the next 10 years on this day or something like that. I've never had and, that like, thought What are ever. they doing? What are they doing right now? Yeah. yeah. Super weird. No, I've never had that thought. Really? No. I think about it. Yeah. You too. I get it. Weird ducks. Yeah. No, I've never had that thought. Oh. I've, but I've, you also don't have an internal monologue. Well, that was just it. That is, yeah. But you don't, I guess. I guess it's just there, a different d- kind of inter- internal monologue. I don't know. Because, like, I I don't have those types of, like, deep thoughts. <laughs> Mine are very shallow. I do. I think My I've thoughts are, like, switch the laundry, go start the dishes, go do this, go do that. That's my internal monologue. It's I mean, just so, telling me so the things think, I need to do. It's just a running list. So a think about this. List. So like, so Tiffany is an important part person in your life. Yeah. 10 years ago, right. Or 10 years from now, there might be another important person in your life. What are they doing right now that you don't, you haven't even met them yet. And where are they? Cause I'll right. fight them. They're eating some eggs. Well, they're not, they're not replacing you. They're going to be second oh, on the okay. list. <laughs> Second on the list. No, yeah. no, but yeah, no, I don't know. I never really. Ten just years ago, I was probably hungover and asleep. Mm. And look yeah. at you now with an aura aglow. Looking, okay. looking hot to trot. Don't. You do. You look great. I my, I turned on the, the thing this morning and I looked at you and I was like, damn, Tiffany. I mean, thank you. I mean, because think, right? So you guys were what, 45 minutes apart? Away In from birth? Each other? No. no, you live forty five oh. minutes away from each Where other, we right? Were. Yeah, about two hours. Yeah, you know, <laughs> was there ever a day that maybe you crossed paths? What was the? We watched a a, a show where this lady had taken a picture of herself on a family trip in like Egypt. Oh yeah, you remember that? And the yeah, guy in it, that. or it was somewhere. Like, the guy in the background ended, ended up, up being her husband, right? Yeah, some crazy random crap like that well, get I this didn't. get this and then we'll end this episode okay because <laughs> <laughs> we're going <laughs> off the rails but drew and i when we first started dating we were laying in bed together and looking at each other and i'm like tell me about your life and so he told me about his life and he's like no you tell me about yours and i started telling him about this woman that my dad used to date who used to beat the crap out of me and was really mean and a drunk and he's like oh does she have two daughters named blah, blah, blah? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, shut up, dude. My dad dated her too. And I was like, no. When did your dad date her? And he's like, right on this time. And I was like, my dad dated her then too. So Drew and I's dads were dating the same woman. And not only that, I called my dad and asked him. And not only were they dating the same woman, they knew about it and they worked together. That's so weird. Isn't it? And he's like, yeah, Drew's dad used to sleep in the rafters. (laughs) (laughs) We were supposed to be working. (laughs) Well, they were supposed to be working. Yeah, they would like sleep in the rafters of whatever house they were supposed to be painting or something. Oh, my gosh. That's too much. Yeah, but I mean, I'm I'm from St. Croix in the Virgin Islands. And (gasps) like the drink. 
St. Croix like the drink? I don't know. That gross water that's flavored. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, and- no. That's LaCroix. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> you almost moved there. We did. We were supposed right? to move then, to anyway. the Virgin Islands when I was nine, but that business venture of my father's didn't pan out. But they well, were, weird. Yeah, but they were building modular modular home units. Nothing that's fun. But they realized that those would not fare well in a hurricane. Yeah, so no, they not did so not. Much. They did not move them out there. <laughs> but then you ended up moving over anyway to yeah. where I was. It's meant to be. Oh, it is amazing serendipity. Serendipity, yeah. I'd love to hear some cool stories like that. Maybe we can ask our listeners to submit some, and we can talk about them next week. Like, yeah. You know, maybe, I don't know. I just have to pee. Me too. And I don't believe in coincidence either. So I think things are supposed to happen. I think fate is a real deal. So on that note, uh, thank you uh, for joining us this week on another episode of Take It. Or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms who have no idea what we're doing. doing. And make sure to go follow It's Our Wonderful Life, YouTube's F, you, Emily's Emily's <laughs> YouTube channel about her family. Are you okay? I wrote it down in the wrong order. It's fine. And then I tried <laughs> to read it, and it didn't make sense. Go follow Life Wonderful. It's our. <laughs> okay. Don't be a bag of dicks. It's Our Wonderful <laughs> Life. <laughs> we follow. love you. We'll see you next week. Thanks for being here. Bye, guys.